0: Yeah.
1: Ooh, Jobber Nation, we're back. Technical difficulties, apologies, but we are here. Uh, welcome to another episode of the JCP Lounge. As always, I'm Janelle from HR, here with Star Workers and Mr. Black. And we have a very special guest in the building. He has, he's out here changing lives. He's out here doing music. He's, he's a jack of all trades. So we are here to get to know the lovely Victor Perry. So, Victor. Tell us about you first. Like, how did you get into teaching and all of that stuff? Because I think that is the foundation of where we're going to lead up to where we talk about your amazing club that you have. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So teaching was, it fell on my lap. It wasn't something that was ever a goal of mine. Uh, It was never in my bingo cards. Um, Mm -hmm. When I went to Morehouse, um, my goal was to be an executive um, for Sony Music, and so I worked in the music industry. Okay, did he? Yeah, like I worked for L.A. Reid. Um, I was an intern there at Epic Records, and then I was his son's assistant for a little bit in Atlanta um, at a studio. Um, and so like, I just grinded uh, in college with internships and these little jobs that they had offered for us. Um, and the goal was to graduate and, work at Sony. Um, and so graduation happened and there was no job available for me. Uh, and so like it sent me spiraling a little, um, because I was like, I've worked so hard, you know, I got handpicked for everything. Everyone knew me. Um, why is this not, you know, happening for me? And so, uh, I turned to music. I started creating, uh, I always sang, but Never created mm-hmm. so that summer of 2016, uh, I created music. Um, and then while that fulfilled me uh, internally, um, my parents weren't happy, they were like, You went to Morehouse, you had honors, you know, why are you still living in our house? Like, get out, go do something with your life. <laughs> and it was it an a person or Jamaican, no, uh, they're southern, I'm from the south. Uh, oh, wow. And so, crazy. uh one argument when my mom really, I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna be out of the house in two weeks. And so I went online and Google because I wanted to live in New York. New York was my passion. I've always, I hated living in the South. Hated living in a small town. So I was like, I where got to South go where you live in, you live in? Georgia. Uh, oh, Washington. you were in Georgia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I uh, was like on Google, and the first thing I Google was easiest job to get in New York City. And teaching came up. <laughs> and oh, oh, oh. That's not it. good. That's not good. <laughs> it really isn't. That's not good. <laughs> I found this charter school, um, Uncommon, and I applied, and that Monday I heard back, and they were like, hey, we saw your resume. Um, oh, wow, I'd love to have you. We have a school that's open, That's uh, that's looking for teachers, X, Y, and Z. And so I was like, yeah, uh, I'll be there like whenever. And so that same week, uh, I think it was like Thursday, um, I flew to New York um, and interviewed and got the job. And so I told my mom, I was like, I told you two weeks. It was only a week. Uh, And I moved to New York. And the funny thing about it was, I didn't know. And how you find an apartment so quick? So God is good. Uh, All the time. When I was interning, and Sony, Sony's here in New York. Um, I had made some friends from the Airbnb, and so they became family friends. And so they were like, "You can stay with us until we find your apartment." Uh, so it was a blessing. Oh, so yeah, and so like, but the funny thing about it was I was teaching in Brownsville, and so I didn't know anything about Brownsville. You know, <laughs> I didn't know it was rough. And so
1: that is a culture shock.
0: Really, yeah, yeah. You it really
2: was. Oh, nice. He go to the hood. Fuck you.
0: Oh, almost got robbed. Like I have a whole story on that. Like on the on the school grounds, like in the playground.
1: Yeah. Wait, what? Hold yes. on. Where school thankful? Right.
0: Exactly. Um, but it's. I'm so <laughs> thankful for all those experiences. I'm not at that school anymore, but I'm thankful because it it shaped me. Uh, as a young young adult, young Black man, uh, following his dreams. And I take it now into the classroom, especially at this new school that I'm in. Um, and I see how to relate to children based off of just these small, nuanced situations uh, mm-hmm. that I've gone through, uh, because then I can talk that talk with them and they understand where I'm coming from when I'm giving them advice on situations that they want to be hard-headed and stubborn uh, and not listen to. They're like, oh, Musa Perry's lived this or he's experienced it to a certain degree. Um, and I am, so I'm forever thankful for all the experiences that I've experienced so far.
1: Would you ever move back to Georgia to teach?
0: No, mm-hmm. and my mom and dad have asked me. <laughs> uh,
1: Cause they, I, I asked because I have a friend from middle school.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, who went to school down South um and he's from new york and he just decided up and decided to apply for a teaching job in outside of atlanta mm-hmm. so that's why i was i was intrigued because it's interesting when people are with, everyone from new york is trying to flee
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then you decide to take that leap of faith and come up so that's a different you know type of you know thing but um uh, what how'd you get to English? Like, you coming from the music background, you would assume maybe music teacher, not mm-hmm. to say you may know how to do instruments and stuff like that,
0: but mm-hmm.
1: how did you decide on English as the um, the subject you wanted to teach?
0: That was a major in college. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, yeah. wow. And,
0: and so wow. I, it was just easy, you know, um, to fall into that, that um, type of subject to teach. Because when I... First thought about teaching i was like i'm not good with kids i'm not patient uh i'm very militant like i'm very strict with myself so like i'm like i'm not gonna be a great teacher like i'm just like no one's gonna like me but it's not true like the style in which that i have worked so well um with kids and so like english it was just a no-brainer now how they i'm telling you now i wanted to leave Georgia. But if it was a math position, I would still be in Georgia. <laughs> like, really? Not good at math. Not good at math. But science okay. history, I could finesse. But math, no.
1: If you could do science, you could do math. No. Oh, uh, that's not true. Mm-mm. It's very much true. And I definitely sounded like Juanita Miles. So I'm just going to let the guy ask you a question because I, I fucked myself <laughs> up just now. I was like, oh, I sound like my mom just now. <laughs> and that was wild. Because that's because. I was like, that I was English is never my thing, like, the, like, them over there, they love it. Me, no, I was always a math and science girl, so that's why I was like, oh, if you can be science, you do math. So.
0: Interesting, interesting,
1: <laughs> but yeah, so you get to New York, you're now a mm-hmm. teacher. How does a club about wrestling come into play? But, but like,
2: before you answer that. Uh huh. Were you when you got into like the music industry and
0: start making music? When did I? Mm hmm. Um. Put both headphones on. So I didn't start making music until 2016. So at the end of like my music industry dreams. So like I was doing music industry stuff all throughout college since freshman year. So for four years in college, uh. I was just grinding, trying to be a music exec. I wanted to be the next L.A. Reid. And while I was in New York, um, so I'm very shy. And so (laughs) I didn't tell L.A. Reid or anyone on the staff that I was a singer. Um, And so we went to Good Morning America. They sent all the interns um, and we were front row and they used to host like this American Idol thing where like they'll pick a random person in the audience and have to get on stage and sing. Um and were you were you that random person? I was, <laughs> and so it, it went viral in, at Epic, and they were like, "What you sing?" They're like, "What? Oh my god! Like yo!" And so, I, I one of the HR reps told me when I didn't get the job when I was up in the city, they were like, "You should pursue music. Like maybe that's your calling." And so that's why I ended up doing music in 2016. Um, my dad built a mm-hmm. studio in our house. It's actually really incredible how it looks. Uh, like we took one of the rooms and like renovated it and like turned the closet into a booth. Like, wow. and, ooh, like, like we worked hard that summer to create a project. And then from there, it's just been building blocks, you know, just me being in the city, being exposed to so many amazing artists and young minds, just spinning a stepping stone where it's just like been one after the other with that, with music.
2: Oh man, that's 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 absolutely amazing. So, yeah. uh, have, how long have you been a wrestling fan, and why did you take that yeah. for wrestling and bring it to the club?
0: So um, I've been a wrestling fan. I was a fan from twenty, sorry, two thousand two to about two thousand nine. Um, so that's
1: the H, that was when HBK came back.
0: Yeah, ruthless
2: aggression baby.
0: Yes. Yeah, I was. I'm a ruthless aggression baby all the way. Um, <laughs> And then I stopped in 20, 2000. I don't want to keep saying 20, 2009, uh, because music. Um, my love for music was starting to grow uh, right in high school. Um, and then I got back into pro wrestling 2020 during the pandemic. Uh, SummerSlam was the exact date.
1: Oh.
2: Yes. Okay. What made you get back? What made you like, so, hey, watch this?
0: My brother, my twin, he stayed, I don't know how he did it like he stayed a fan from twenty like 2002 all the way till now. Like he watched programming all throughout. I don't know how he did it, um, but he would continually like update me on like certain things. Like he'd say, you should check out Sasha Banks. I remember that being a name that he used to say all the time. I was like, okay, <laughs> Ben Beiler, um, Roman Reigns. I knew Roman because of The Rock. So like I heard all these names, but I didn't care because I didn't know them. And so during the pandemic, I had nothing to do. Like most. like he was like, just watch it. He was like, just turn it on. And so we watched SummerSlam together. And then there's where I saw a lot of those names. I saw Sasha Banks and was like, whoa, she can wrestle. like. And then I saw Roman Reigns and I think he was returning. So I was like, okay, I can see why everyone loves oh, him. Oh,
1: that was the return of Damn. Hey, you oh. called the good Roman.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I went back and researched and watched and saw how oof, he's had a career. Uh, well, but well, right. um, one thing that really stuck, like, stuck with me and made me stay. So one of my favorite wrestlers and the person who got me into wrestling is Victoria. Um, I've always been a fan of hers. I don't know if it's because my name oh. is Victoria, And my mom's name is Victoria. So it was just an instant connection. So she retired and. 2009. So that's why I stopped. Um, and so to see women, the way that they were being used, I was like this is insane. I was like, when I was watching it, they had three minute matches and they were brawn panties. Now you got them talking on the mic. You got them in the main event you got them out wrestling the men. I was like, yo this is crazy. And then I found out that they had Evolution and they had a Royal Rumble. It was, it was just like, imagine like someone being in a coma and they were sleeping for like 20 years <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Up and see all this I was just like I can get behind this product and so that's why I just became a fan like that SummerSlam made me a fan instantly like I just started wow. following lines since then yeah that's that that's dope man
1: so, so wait so now that it's been your two-year anniversary because you know you had to reset what did you think about SummerSlam this year?
0: It was incredible. <laughs> it was absolutely incredible. What
1: made it incredible? Like what it had so remnants.
0: Like? It had remnants of the Attitude Era, ruthless aggression era, like, and then the modern era. And like that's what I liked about it. You know, um, starting it off with the women and like, like it's one. Of the, I'm speechless still. Like the fact they were able to pull off such a great segment, and then for mm-hmm. its just flow, even with some of the matches that were kind of weaker, they still felt appropriate. Um, and it felt like it was just enough to give us to that main event. Like, who's seen a ring? 35 degrees. It degree. lifted. <laughs> like, like, no one's. That was crazy. Never. Like, like, I, yeah.
1: like we've seen rings on, you know, fire around the ring. Mm-hmm. We've seen rings implode. We've mm-hmm. seen, you know, holes in the Explodes. ring. People coming in yeah. and out. Yeah. We've seen all that. But yeah. a ring to be lifted.
0: That was crazy.
1: That's was crazy. definitely different.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I say, if you're not a fan of wrestling, I'm going to show him that pay per view. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Because, I will show him that. Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I like this guy, Vic, man. Like, he's a Russian he baby. I loves- mean, he
1: loves. That's his era.
2: That's what he loved. Nah, like, he you have always to understand. understand about ruthless aggression like, <laughs> I'm a bit older than you, but <laughs> no, like. <laughs> like, you have to understand. Ruthless Aggression Era
0: with the mm-hmm. real
2: games, they are reckoning. Oh. When it comes to pain. They yes. really wanted to.
0: Yes. Boy. Yes. Yes. Uh, that was a time to be able to. Christmas was fun. That was the only gift we wanted every year, was the SmackDown Games.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, how did the club start, though? Oh,
0: so that was, so I'm at a new school. So I started a new school in the pandemic, which was crazy. I left my old school for four years. So I taught there from 2016 to 2020 um, and left right when the pandemic started, literally. Um, And so I'm at a brand new school, we're virtual. So I'm teaching these these fifth graders because I I was a fifth grade teacher up until I came to this new school. Teaching these fifth graders And teaching online on Zoom was such a culture shock for teachers to connect with kids. It really challenged you um, to hold their attention span. And so I said, when I got into the, I knew going into 2021, when we're going back into the school, I was like, I'm gonna have to do something. (laughs) Like they looped me, which I've never done before in my life. I've always taught brand new fifth graders. And I've always complained because I'm like, it's always starting over, like meeting new kids with bad habits and trying to get them to understand the (laughs) art of school and learning. So they were like, I guess God heard my prayers. And he was like, we're going to have this school loop you. So they were going to make me teach to fifth graders in sixth grade, and then in seventh grade, and then in eighth grade. So I'm now teaching the sixth graders and they were my fifth graders, so I already know them a little bit. And so I was like, I'm going to have to get, they're going to have to know me like I didn't get a chance to really build that connection with them the way I wanted Mm -hmm. online. So I would speak about wrestling in my do nows, which are like the first five minutes of the lesson every now and then just making like those allusions to it. But I I guess it was planting a seed. Um, And so one day I was teaching, it was in October um, and I saw a post from Bianca Belair saying that they were having a meet and greet at cricket. And I was like, I, was like, I'm, I, I I said it under my breath But it was loud enough for some of the kids to hear And I was like, I'm going to go meet Bianca Belair like, I was like, I'm going to go do that <laughs> And then one of the kids was like What? I like Bianca Belair She's awesome And I was like, go oh. back to work And then after <laughs> heard, I'm, I'm telling you guys I have this disposition as Victor As this shy Easy, chill guy But in the classroom, Mr. Perry, he's a drill sergeant I don't play So, like, my first instinct was go back to work. But then I was like, wait, he likes wrestling. So then I went over to him and was like, you really like wrestling? He was like, yeah, I do. And so I was like, how about this? I'm going to take you to meet Bianca. He was like, no, you're not. Yes, I am. So I called his mom and told her. And she was like, sure. So then after that class period, I went to the teacher workroom. And then I saw where it said Survivor Series is coming to Brooklyn. And I freaked out because I was like, what? I've never been to a Pay per view. Never been to a show. I'm an adult now. I can make money. Wait, own decisions. hold on, Re- mm, rewind. You
1: never went to a live event when y'all had WrestleMania in Atlanta? No, I wasn't a fan.
2: Oh, oh. yeah, you forgot you know.
1: You forgot, mama. Yeah.
2: I mean, I didn't go to like. You're
0: not
2: alone. I didn't go to a live event until like three years ago. Oh. Yeah, like I didn't go to a live event like or, like WWE until. We started this um, wrestling channel. I mean, yeah, wrestling I haven't podcast. gotten to a lot of and I've never wrestling
1: in
2: my life, so I haven't gotten, so I'm I'm with you on that one, so it's not, yeah, it's too. not, me too, it's not the too. brand new on so that.
0: Cool. Well, oh. Go ahead. I, I thought was it was some Enigma or something. No. You. No,
2: you're, you're not at all. You're not at all. You're
0: like, <laughs> Janelle's like, you are. <laughs> no,
1: because no, so,
0: no, <laughs> it's interesting
1: because the only time I remember that I stopped watching wrestling, and it was when I was in college because we didn't have the channel, and then yeah. and then literally, once I finished school, was when this one started doing the viewing parties literally, like right after that. So I would go to the bar and watch the pay per views at least, and then that kind of got me back into watching. So everyone takes a time out, so I will. I will Not, I didn't
2: time out. I'm just saying, I never, I, it's no, no,
1: more, no you just effect. didn't, yeah, just didn't go because even <laughs> yeah. at my job. At my job, there's like there's like four guys that wa- that watches wrestling and we always talk about it or whatever, whatever. For weeks, the, the guys have been like hyped up because they had got tickets for Raw that just passed. And Ooh. that was their first live event. And I was just like, what? And they was like, yeah, they had got TV side. They had spent money on belts. They went all out for their first show. And I was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. So, but it's always refreshing. I think for me, it's refreshing yeah. to see other people really have that enjoyment that first time enjoyment.
0: Yeah, and so like I, I had that in the teacher workroom and I freaked out and it was literally y'all rent was due and I forgot. Well, I didn't forget. I just didn't care. I went on SeatGeek and just spent like I think I bought like a, like the tickets they were like right by the like close enough to the ring but they were they were like risers for $500. Didn't even care. And then I once I did it, I was like, oh, snap, I can't afford to pay my rent. And so I was like, well, I was like, you live a little, you know, I'll call my landlord. I've been good. You know, he'll probably forgive me. And so I bought those tickets, but then I thought about the kid and I was like, dang. And I was like, but I didn't know when I was going to be able to spend a thousand dollars for both of us. So I was like, at least I'll get the ticket to meet Bianca. So I went to Survivor Series that Sunday later on in November at the time of my life, I went by myself, and I was a kid. Like, I got to see, like, that was a great pay-per-view. And so then, and I didn't sleep at all after, because, you know, you have a high. And so, and I knew I was like, dang it, like, I need to go to bed, but I can't. And so that Monday, the next day, I got up at, like, 6 a.m., because I, I know New York. And I remember when I used to do internships, when we used to have artists and celebrities do meet and greets, people will walk, like wrap around the, the, the building early. So I was like, I'm not gonna let these people out, like beat me to meet Bianca. Like I gotta meet my girl. So I got there at 6 <laughs> and stood out there from 6 a.m. because this thing didn't start till like 11. So I stood out there and I didn't, I'm telling you I had not slept. I think it had been like 24 hours. And so the kid obviously didn't stay out there that long. He got there right at 11. And so <laughs> his parents were smart. But anyway, we were in line and we got to meet Bianca and she took pictures with us. She cut a promo with the, for me, for the kids, like shouting at the children. Oh, and they were offering us raffle tickets. Like everyone that was there was like a thousand people. Um, they got raffle tickets. And so the first three names that they called, one of them was mine. And so we ended up winning tickets to Raw that night. So I ended yes. up getting to take the kid to Raw. Like... You
1: have a lot so, around you that I don't even, I can't even explain so, that. Why was to your old
2: ticket? Did he sell it or something? No, oh. he
1: only went to see, only I had plans R- for the series. series. He didn't have tickets wow. for Raw. My, so when my, he my won bad. the raffle, that's how he was able to take the little boy with him. Yeah. That's actually really dope, though.
2: And that's what how the club started. At? Huh? I was see that. What would you see that? Oh, they
0: gave us good seats, man. It wasn't on the TV side, but it was right like, all we had to do was we were on the front row of the risers, so we could have just walked straight to the front. Like, they gave us good, like, all the raffle ticket People had, like, great seats. We had such great seats. We were able to see Seth Rollins when the guy came out and, like, attacked him. We were able to see all of that.
1: We was there for that.
0: Yeah, we could see all of that. But being able to take in, I think, like you said, Janelle, with – the first time experience I already had mine that Sunday. So to see the kids first time experience, it was beautiful. He was like, he was mimicking every wrestler's entrance. He was standing up cheering. Like when the Seth Rollins things happened. he like was chanting with the audience, the A word, the a-hole like, and I wasn't even mad because I was like, yo, you are invested and you're having the time of your life. Mm -hmm. And so that sparked the wrestling club because the next day he was recapping it for all the children. And oh, now
1: he gave the tea. Now everybody go. Now everybody. Oh, he, had, he, he, he
0: made us. Oh yeah, like he he, he had to show he, the he, video. He, he low-key
1: okay. threw you under the bus, probably. He really <laughs> did.
0: He really did because he was like, <laughs> he was like, Mister Perry took me to get Chipotle and like. We went and like we got. He bought me a belt for eighty dollars because I did bought him a wrestling belt. Like Absolutely. it was just so much fun. Hey, and rent? Did you? <laughs> oh, I did. I did not pay rent. No, I didn't. Did not pay rent at all? I, I spoke to the landlord and he was just like, "I'll let you." You know, I I came up with some random excuse, but no, I didn't pay rent. Like, I, I, look, this is all. This is all I was thinking. I haven't paid it already? I might as well just keep just spending all the money. Like,
1: just just ha, 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 <laughs> That's the truth, though. That is right. all laughing. We all laughing. We all <laughs> like, you know what? I already no. paid a good chunk. Yo, of it. Yo, right? It. I'm. <laughs> a... That's like when you bought, That's like if you bought like something like two hundred dollars, and then the uh-huh. next thing you need to get is like three. Like, fuck it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I, sure. I'm this deep. I'm already this deep. And now you know that the bar's so so high for his parents probably really upset with you because they now got to take their child to play every show.
0: (laughs) So I'll get to that because, like you said, God is good, you know, and I I give him thanks every single time. Um, And ever since that moment, I haven't had to spend for any tickets. Thank God for anything. Um, WWE's been so gracious uh, to me in the club. So I'm eternally grateful to him that my sacrifice was rent, I think, you know, uh, taking that risk uh, because I didn't think anything. Like when we started the club, I had no intentions of posting anything on the internet. I had no intentions of tagging wrestlers. It was just a simple, hey, let's just watch Monday Night Raw together. And then it became, let's watch SmackDown. Then it became, let's watch pay-per-views. Then it became, oh my goodness, I'm going to teach you something. Like, I want to teach you about storylines and teach you about um, character development in those storylines. And then let's look at the different jobs that comes with wrestling. And while it was happening, like all of that through those months from like December, January, February, because really February is really the month that changed everything. um, I was learning. I had no idea what podcasts were for wrestling. I didn't know what journalism was. I didn't know about producing and like managing like all the different jobs within wrestling. I had no idea. And I wish I could go back to when I was 10 and had someone introduce me to that because I don't think I would have followed music. I think I would have followed wrestling and, and had a career, you know, being a speaker or being an on-air talent or anything like that within pro wrestling, because it's, it brings me so much joy. And so like, Fast forward now, I'm paying it back or paying it forward, I guess, in a sense with my kids. So like, the club took on a whole new meaning as the months went by. Um But yeah, I don't know if you have questions for me about February and March, but like that's when February and March is when everything changed for the kids. But well, t- my, tell my, us. My oh,
2: question
1: go ahead.
0: Is how did you get the club started? How
2: did they get approved? Because yeah. People that don't like wrestling don't mm-hmm. understand wrestling. Yep.
0: So I work hard in anything that I do. Yeah. And I try to be number one. And so my principal trusts me. He's like, Your your data looks great. Your kids are well managed. What is it that you want to do? Because I don't ask for anything in my school. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't take off. Like We have nine PDO days. I think I took two because of a death. Like, I don't take off. When I'm sick, I'm at work. So, like, I think that helped when I was like, hey, I want to hold a wrestling club with my kids. They're like, they're going to wrestle? That was the first question. Like, they're going to wrestle? I'm like, no, 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 no. And so when I explained it to them, they were kind of like, okay. And so it was only during lunch and recess. Um, And so one day, the principal actually came in once and sat in and was like, this is cool. He was like, this is, he was like, I was showing a Stone Cold thing. He was like, oh, I remember him when I was a kid. <laughs> like, so it kind of like, I think my credibility as a teacher helps mm-hmm. cushion the blow uh, mm-hmm. because like you said, some people don't like wrestling. Some people only attribute it to being violent um, and reckless and just, yeah, we know how the attitude area was, but no, support has been, crazy. Like I was texting my principal earlier today and I was like, I know it's a new school year, so I'm not going to bother you yet. But I was like, I have so many things I want to do for the wrestling club because so many people have reached out. They want to come to the school. Um, they want to take the kids on trips. And so I'm like, I was like, get ready. And he was just like, he just, he was like, okay, Perry. Like, all right.
1: <laughs> Whatever you say.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Wait, so how many kids are in the club? Yeah. Like- is there like a, like, is there like a an limit? application process? Like, oh. cause you may have other kids that, you know, cause kids talk, like as yeah. much as we don't, kids talk. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there are other kids in other classes that are like, man, I want to be a part of the club.
0: Yeah, no, so. we have that. We have that. I would, oh, right okay. now it's just sixth grade. Okay. Um, And it's 37 kids that have signed up. Um, I would say at 37, we have a good 25 that are there almost every day. And then in the in the chat that we have, like the group chat that I have over the summer for the ones that I have able to get approved the text, we have about 15 kids.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. So wait, what have you guys been talking about over the summer? Yeah.
0: Everything. Anything that like, you've seen in the news. Like
1: what from. like how do they feel about Vince retiring?
0: I was just about to ask that. How do they feel about Vince's retirement?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> six, yo sixth grade is an interesting yeah. like level because They They don't know how we know Vince But they don't know certain things And then they only listen They are very heavy on social media stuff So they probably They know
0: I keep it real with them I think that's what keeps I'm very transparent So not Because I know how Accessible Information is in this day and age So if I don't tell them They're going to find it on Google Or find it on Twitter or find it on Instagram. And then they're gonna not trust me. And I don't want that. Um, The biggest thing you can have with a kid is trust. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I'm just honest with them. When um, Vince McMahon, when the articles came out, I sat them down and we spoke about it. Of course, I broke it down for kids, but I explained to them the gravity of the situation. And then they all came up with the conclusion that he was not a nice guy. And I was like, yeah, like he's that side of him, you know, is interesting. But we then spoke about like throughout the summer, like the different things that will come out. And then the retirement, we spoke about it and they were kind of like, okay. And then so when I told them Triple H was in charge, they were like, oh, we like him because they know about his matches. So it I was, love trips,
1: too.
0: Yeah, Triple H is fire. It was an easy. That was most of the conversations have been easy. The hardest conversation is Sasha. That's the hardest. Mm. So um, talk
1: a little bit about you mentioned hmm. that shift in your club. Talk a little bit about the amazing experience your kids had meeting
0: yes. Sasha Banks. So that started, so that was around February, March. So the tweet happened. She tweeted us, said she wanted to come. Um and then May happened and they made it happen. Um and it was such an amazing experience. Like I didn't know kids could get that loud. <laughs> like to be honest, I didn't know. The I world didn't know
1: that Y'all don't they have quiet. they quiet
0: they quiet oh, okay. I'm telling you, I'm a, I'm a drill sergeant. Like
1: <laughs> I don't play that,
0: <laughs> but like it was just so much fun. And like she didn't feel larger than life. Like she felt down to earth. Like she was taking. Like, they told, like, when I met them, they gave us a time. We only had, like, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, we went well over that. She was so gracious and, like, answering all the questions, dancing and singing with the kids. She took the pictures with them. She did post interviews, and then we spoke one-on-one, like, after. Like, it was mm-hmm. done. It was just, like, she was just so great. And, like, the kids, for the first time, I could see in their eyes. Oh. Yes, because... Here's someone that they've been seeing on TV and seeing in class that we're talking about and we're breaking down and studying, and then she's in their face in a classroom where they learn. What better image can you have for kids? Like Dang. I
1: wish I was a kid and someone came to my classroom.
2: That's fast. <laughs> so talk talk a little bit about you said it was a little difficult when you had a conversation about Sasha. So they just meet Sasha you know, they, they fall in love with her even more. They,
1: yeah, they are in love.
0: Happen. When it has to happen. Say one more time, you broke out.
2: No, how did that conversation happen when, when you have to have that conversation?
0: Mm-hmm. Man, it happened in real time. I'm okay. talking about, because we had a group chat. So, that raw, when they said it, and then they said those words of uh, professional things like that the kids are taught messaging because they know what professionalism is. And so I'm like, here I am trying to process my own emotions and my own bias. And here, here they are asking questions. So I was like, we'll talk about it in school tomorrow. And so we spoke about it. Um, and I explained to them, you know, what it's like being black and being excellent, you know, and the responsibility that that carries wow. and the, what's the right word, the consequences of that excellence and how it's perceived when someone doesn't look like you. Um, and we spoke about it. You know, we spoke about the unfair treatment. We spoke about uh, previous instances where that may have happened and how it was handled. And it was gravy. Like it wasn't anything difficult. Then it wasn't until SmackDown. Then that's when. Oh, when Michael Cole said what he said. Then that's when the kids were angry, and they were like, "I'm talking about Livid." They were like, "We don't want to watch it. We don't want to support it." And I'm like, "No, we can't do that. Like, let's talk about it because you're gonna run into these situations when you're of age, if not at this age, you know? Right, Um, like
1: right now at lunch that can go down.
0: Yes, (laughs) Exactly. exactly." Are majority of the children um black? Yes. All of them are except for well, the entire school really, I would say, is 98% black. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: Man, that, so that's, that's huge though. It, it's having that those types of conversations and then them taking it pretty pretty well, like and mm-hmm. having that, that adult um back and forth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is that how you always approach your teaching process of, of when it always. comes to hard subject matters?
0: Always. We speak about racism, we speak about poverty, we speak about uh, a myriad of topics in our books that we read um, And so we stick out abuse especially. And so like that I just I just drew upon that my because the club I, I guess I, I have to, the club is not a space where there's no learning happening. I'm still a teacher. And so I still treat it like a classroom. So that's why it's able to have, we're able to have discourse because I do it in my classroom for ELA. Like most of my class is once we've read the book, we're talking, you know, I want to know your opinion. I, I I advocate for agency with kids um, and advocate. I this, I get so upset when they don't use your voice. Like if you want to make me angry is you don't speak up. Like I get so upset about it because it's like, the world automatically wants to silence us and doesn't want to hear what we have to say. So you're in a safe space. Let's practice what it's like to be comfortable using our voice so that when it's uncomfortable, you know how to use it. You know what it's like to be comfortable. And so in the wrestling club, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. And so like when we're having those conversations, it's just like, okay, respect each other, respect me, and let's talk. And the kids, they listen, um, and then they respond. Uh, One kid wrote a letter to Vince. I never shared it with anyone. This is the first time I'm actually sharing that. She wrote a letter to Vince. um, She she is not happy. Um, And she aired her grievances. She spoke about, you know, what it meant to see Sasha Banks in person, what it meant to see a Black woman, Also, Naomi, like, she's a fan of Naomi and the Bellas. So, like, she has that connection as well. And so, like, I was like, great. How do you feel now? I feel good. All right, let's throw it in the trash. And we threw it in the trash. Like, it's just giving them ways to – I'm all about expression as well. Express yourself. And that's why, like, the club is so dear to me because when we first started watching wrestling in the club, they didn't react at all. They would just sit there and be quiet. And I'm like, why is it like, I'm they should be marking out for this. Like I was showing them, I was, I was showing them Ricochet doing flips and uh Bianca lifting girls above her head. And they were just like, mm. but it wasn't because they didn't want to. They didn't feel comfortable enough. They thought it'd be weird to cheer in a classroom and clap. But when I tell you after a couple weeks, you've seen the videos. Them kids lose their minds. They are a rowdy bunch, but they they yes. they
1: mean they got all the love in the world for wrestling. And it's so dope because, you know, we always talk about it, even on our, our podcast, like, growing up in the beginning when we started, like, we didn't have that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was kind of, like, shunned. Like, you didn't want to talk about wrestling. You didn't want to admit you was a wrestling fan and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's really a beautiful sight to, to see that, you know, your kids have that safe space, you know, that we didn't have as kids. And that mm-hmm. hopefully... You know your impact on your kids and what you're doing in your school. Someone else sees it and continues the continues the process and, and does a club for them and their kids because I think it's super important because that's their audience. Mm-hmm. That PG air is that that's the audience. So they mm-hmm. they you know they're gravitating to them. So to be able to talk about it and speak about it in such a a, a way where they don't feel scared, I think is is phenomenal and it, and it's a it's a, it's a cheers to you because, mm. you know, it takes, all it takes is one person to really make a change and do something different. And then is to see the effects of it in real time. Like no one else will be able to, to tell, no one else has your experience mm. at all. <laughs> so I think it's super dope. Have you been able to, when you guys read books, be able to like, let's say like for like Shakespeare or something or something of mm-hmm. like that, you guys been able to like give characters in a book and the kids name them after wrestlers or like relate yeah. to the related in that way?
0: I haven't tried that yet, but oh. I will oh, wow. What we have done is act out scenes. So oh. I'll let the kids take a scene from like, we were reading, but not Buddy. I don't know if you read that. Uh, it's about, it's a historical fiction set in the great depression, a black kid who's looking for his family, his father, uh, cause his mother's dead and he doesn't have an identity. Um, and we let the kids choose scenes, and they acted it out, and that was fun, so fingers crossed that these fifth graders that I'm having that's coming up this year are into wrestling, and I don't got to do a lot of, like, convincing. Uh, We'll definitely do something like that. But I think what you're doing is, is fun, first of all,
2: facts, because like, I, I want to do this with you. I was like, hey, can I... Right, I'm
1: like, ready? I want to go to school, right? You know I'm yeah, so hey, it,
2: regardless, I so to sit at has- a
1: desk and raise my hand and t- yes, yeah, <laughs> Mr. to <Perry>. Like <laughs> I, I, I totally want to do that.
2: <laughs> but it, it's also like, you're also doing something different. And number two, you may not know this, and we'll never know, you probably saved a couple kids' lives. Yeah. Because a mm-hmm. lot of times some kids don't have a, a place for self-expression like you spoke about where they feel comfortable, a safe place, per se. And they go home, they go they go back to the hood, they go back to the block and then they do something stupid and they feel that's the best way for them to, to express themselves. You know what I mean? And you've given these kids a safe space, not about wrestling, but a safe space just to be... In general, themselves. Fun. They, they could breathe. And, like Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and, and I pride my
0: teaching on being transferable. Yeah. And so that's my goal, is what you're speaking to is it needs to be transferable. It doesn't, I don't want kids to think that this only lives here in this one space. No, there's a world outside those four walls. That's fault. Yeah.
2: Huh? That's got somebody has a ring going off, and it's, oh, it's
0: my roommates. It's
2: not that's got <laughs> God
0: God. is not calling us. No, God God is is.
2: calling him. Like, yo, this is your calling, baby. Because every time something profound about the wrestling club, that that ringer went off. I'm just saying, just saying, just saying, just saying. You know, but Um,
0: you know what's funny? I believe you, and it's weird because someone brought that to my attention. Someone messaged me um, when they heard me speak about this on another podcast, and I was like, what? Because for me, my mind works like an engine. It's just continually ticking. Um, I never sit down and actually process and think about what I'm doing. And so people online, they remind me with tweets when they're sending me messages like, Vic, like, this is what you're doing, like, with the kids cutting promos. For me, that was, we talk in class. You feel me? And I've seen their growth because I've taught them for two years. So, yeah, I know what kids can speak and what kids can't. And so to see them cut promos and write their own promos and create their own character names and things like that, to me it was big, but it was like, okay, cool. But for someone else who's on the outside looking in, they're like, do you understand like you're teaching them public speaking and you don't even realize it? And I'm like, you're right. Or <laughs> when the ticket thing with the raffle ticket happened, for me, it was just like, always one ticket. want tickets. You know? I didn't think like, that was divine intervention. Like God was planting that seed there in that moment mm-hmm. uh, for the club to even be something when we won those tickets. It was a thousand people. What were the odds? You
1: feel me? My home girl, um, Tiffany, took her daughter.
0: To that wrong. And that's how
1: I, she, she took it to that cricket wireless. Because I didn't know about that. Because if I would have known about that, a girl would have been online at 5 a.m. <laughs> so my home girl um, that I've known half my life, and she has a little girl um, and her both well, her and both parents are into wrestling. We're more one of the yeah, father yeah, than yeah. her. But yeah. she, took, she took her daughter to the Cricket Wireless because not, it wasn't far from her house. And she took a picture with Bianca, met her and all that stuff. So like, and you never know, like with raffles and like things like that, but everything happens for a reason. So it was a reason why you was able to take that little boy. It was a reason why you were able to now create a club to now it being bigger. Mm-hmm. than what you even imagine to be because that that really is what the next level is gonna be. They're never gonna for forget. for the club. No I mean
2: not. I mean the thing like I'll be honest with you Vic. Can I call you Vic?
0: Of course. Of okay, course.
2: Like cool. right, you have to understand Vic is you helping the wrestling business to evolve. Because you're teaching them there is life beyond the ring. You understand? You teach them you could be a ref. You could be a seamstress. You could be a person that works on promos, videoing, anything. So, your club of 35 students, they could be 35. black students that who help elevate the wrestling business and mm-hmm. on top of that is you don't know if one of your kids go to a local um go to a local school fallout shelter check that or, um check out that's a great school for a great teachers fallout mm-hmm. shelter that kid end up in one of these wrestling schools next thing you know he's the black i mean he's the he's the first version of himself because you help him with the promos you help him to lay out storylines and then when he retire he's a showrunner because mm. of you, bigger mm. picture. So, Vic, you have to understand, man. You're doing something that a lot of people may not understand this because it's such on a small level. But you, doing your part, you're part of the world. So you're helping the world to be a better place. So whenever you feel whenever you feel discouraged, understand that you put your you put yourself aside and and like you let god work just like in the bible says it says when john said mm-hmm. i must decrease for for jesus to increase mm. for no no it said i must decrease for god to increase mm-hmm. the fact you doing that king keep it up you like bill russell be you like you're like a player's coach and yeah yes! Yes! yeah <laughs> <laughs> just, just,
1: just,
0: Oh, so how to bring that
1: was the route we went. I was like,
0: okay. <laughs> I, mean, I appreciate it also. though.
2: Nah, nah, it's 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 really cool. It's really it's really dope. But yeah. you, you spoke about February and March. How mm. has that relationship with WWE and the mm. people there developed since
0: then? Okay, hold on. These kids are blowing up my phone. I don't know why. <laughs> I must have missed something.
1: <laughs> Do we know that? Do they know we're talking about them? No, like... they think
0: they, they think I'm watching NXT. So something must have happened because oh, they stop texting me. I got like 20 notifications, but I'll get back to them. What was your question? <laughs> so no, the
2: question was: How has the relationship between you and WWE and mm-hmm. the wrestling community in general developed <laughs> since February March? How has it grown?
1: Did you remember
0: that one? A lot of the wrestlers are supportive
1: mm. Mm.
0: of the club. Some are more public than others. Some are choose to be private. Um of course. But it's beautiful. I and my thing is I just want to give my kids the world. And so uh first off, like my favorite wrestler right now, um that's not main roster is Carmelo A's. So to have oh. that connection with him, like we talk a lot and he supports the club. He's a good guy. He's Thanks a good guy.
1: Yeah, we've actually we've actually known him from when he was on the indies.
0: Mm-hmm. We known him before he got mm-hmm. signed
1: and stuff. Yeah. So to see, you know, someone and we have a lot of people we known, you know, whether it was before we started doing the podcast and stuff mm-hmm. like that that, you know, have been running on the indies and are now signed and you know, they find their own ways to give back and I think that is the dopest thing about all this is that it always comes full circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so for the kids, if I saw that. I was like, it's his birthday? I only knew it because your kids said happy birthday. I
0: was like, oh, Yeah. And like, he talks, to them, he talks to them a lot. Like, he is a member. I would say he's a member of the club. Ooh. Like, it's not if, it's just when he gets to come see them at this point. Like, um, he supports the kids and a lot of the boys needed that. Um, and to have that connection, to know that there's somebody that's this awesome on screen and being portrayed as a black man, not some watered down black man, but a black man with the the, the talk and the style and the swag, mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. him, you know. And like, I wish I had that as a kid. I'm telling you, I'd be, I, I probably have his spot, you know. Like, I would want to have that if I had him like in my life as a kid.
1: Victor acting like he's not out here probably bagging mad bitches. <laughs> like, like, let's not do I mean, this. Come now. on, man. Like, let's not water yourself a down. <laughs> this man like, is a—he's a,
0: guy,
1: he's a first of all, he's a Morehouse man, so that's a yeah. top. A. Let's talk about mm-hmm.
0: that, and
1: mm-hmm. then. And now he a teacher, so now he's. And he could say you know what? And he could say like,
2: Yeah, like you know, text good morning. He, he said, "Voice notes, good morning, queen." I'm like I, Come
0: on, I know
2: you
1: do.
0: <laughs> Y'all are funny. I know you do. And <laughs> after
2: that, what you do? Lick you like. Yeah.
0: Y'all are funny. Don't, don't
1: <laughs> listen. Just promise me, don't lol yourself. Don't lol Never, <laughs> never, never.
0: Um, too much. You are, we we are, are a we southern
1: love. man. No, he's a southern <laughs> man. <laughs> he's ge- yeah, he's a gentleman. You you can tell though. Come on,
0: but um, like so- uh, Becky Lynch is another supporter. Oh, um, oh, okay. it, oh, that's oh, that woman. I love her. Like I like I love Carmelo and I love Sasha and I love Bianca, um, but I love me some Becky Lynch. She really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And- if you can talk about it. Okay, I'll talk about what I can't talk about. Um, So there's a girl <laughs> in the top <toilet.
1: laughs> I'm sorry, yo, no bullshit. I'm sorry, st- I'm starting to think my man over here is like he got some contract. He signed, and we no. don't know yet. <laughs> no. My no. son did like this. He put his leg up like
2: this. He's like,
1: put <laughs> the glasses back. Like, he
2: had. The, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. a thing about that. I he was share, like, yes. hold on. I don't. I
0: can't. I, could, it, share I could share this story. It. It, it, I knew it, it was something it, because it, when he, po- I was like, he, yeah, paused. About what? he paused. He paused. It's nothing like crazy. I just. No, I, It
1: it don't matter.
0: I just want to to make sure I respect her and her relationship. But with with us as kids in the club, but there's a girl in the club who is, so she didn't watch wrestling at all until she's like, she's so, this kid is my favorite student. Um, Don't say that too loud. (laughs) He's one of my favorite students. Uh, (laughs) That. I've never met a kid this smart before in my life. I mean, her sister was just valedictorian; she just graduated, and this oh. girl is gonna be valedictorian. I've never seen any kid this smart. Um, eighth grade or sixth grade? This kid? No, the, she's, the oh, her sister?
2: No, the school. The school does it go up to the school that you're teaching at. Does it go up oh, to, goes up to it's K through eight.
0: Okay, okay. And they split it, so we're in the same school. Elementary is at the bottom floor. Uh, we're at the top floor. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, this kid, she's obsessed with me, and I'm obsessed with her. Like, I love her. I'm like her dad. Like, I give her everything that she asked for. And so she was like, you like wrestling, Mr. Perry? I was like, yes. I'm going to join the club. But I was like, you don't watch it. That's okay. I'm going to watch it. When I tell y'all I cannot, that's the one who's texting me. She is the biggest wrestling fan in the world. This girl watches wrestling 24-7 now. So when I took them to Madison Square Garden the first time, it was a house show. Um, and at that time, everyone loved Bianca. Like at, We were on the Bianca train because we were studying her SummerSlam story. And we still, they we, were we still on our train. right before, literally, y'all, this was right before WrestleMania. So they had a title match, and I, was, I already knew, like, house shows, you're not going to win the title. But they didn't know this. So Becky was wrestling her. And when Bianca lost, because Becky cheated, all the kids were literally like upset. Some were literally, literally crying. Crying. Like, crying. Darn and then there's, then there's this one this one little girl next to me, and she's like, <clears throat> I'm like, what is your problem? I like Becky. I was like, over Bianca? And she was like, yes, I love Becky Lynch. And I was like, okay, I thought she was playing. No, for days and days after that obsession became real and like becky lynch is her life i mean she created her final project on becky she has wallflower like her wall papers are becky wait her final project
2: on becky explain the final project
0: so they had so this this is what i'm talking about this girl is so smart she can convince any teacher to let her use becky lynch for a project so this is her computer science class (laughs) they were supposed to create their own house in a computer science class she created a house, but it was dedicated to Becky. Like, <laughs> wow. like she
1: uh, is on it. Well, show, on it just shows she just she likes heels. That's all that is. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah she, she, she does. And she dyed her hair. She orange. Like she put orange in her hair, like orange she's braids. Nice. Like she's obsessed. And so I sent it to Becky, uh, and she saw it, and she was like, "This is so cute." Uh, and I'll stop there with that. Um, but just know, like. Becky knows Becky knows the little girl, the little girl knows Becky. And so Becky was she helped us get tickets to Madison Square Garden, the 20 tickets. So if it wasn't oh, like that she, was nice. She made sure and we surprised the little girl and got her backstage to meet oh. Becky.
1: Oh, not she no good. She is no good. Yeah,
0: she was, she sure. was, and the thing was it. <laughs> I didn't even get to go backstage. Like, I didn't care. Like, that's how I knew, like, I'm doing this for the kids. Because I didn't care at this point. I was like, y'all can only take two kids? Take her. And so we, yeah. they took her and the first kid who I took the Raw. They took him. Um,
1: <laughs> Yo, he's forever going to get everything.
0: That's he'll get, cool. Listen, that's my son. So, like, he gets everything.
1: Right. Too. Like, at that point, I'm like, he about to get everything. Yeah.
0: But, like, cool. and then to see her meet Becky. And she came back and showed us the pictures. And then we had Raw. I was like, wow, like I'm doing the damn thing, Perry. Like You're making these kids' lives incredible.
1: Changing lives. Then
0: there's a video of it. Y'all should go watch it if you haven't seen it. Becky comes out, and the little girl loses her mind. Oh. It was top two best experience I've ever had as a teacher. Top two. Wait, what's wow. the first My kid's passing the state test. Come on, man. Come on. I
1: knew it had to either be a test or graduation, so it was yeah. one or
0: the other. Yeah, and y'all have to see the video. It, it was, I was just like, this is why I do this. I want to do this for all the kids. So like now all the kids are like, well, we want to meet Bianca. We want to meet Bianca. And I'm like, Bianca's a busy woman, y'all. If they're in New York, I'll try, but she's a busy woman. So like, that's, she's high up on the list. It's Bianca, Roman, Biggie, Ricochet, um, and Listen,
1: now, Biggie, Biggie, good for pulling up.
0: I know, I know. So He's I'm actually
1: really good to pull up.
0: I want to make it to where the wrestlers can come and just chill with the kids. Like it doesn't have to be a PR thing. It doesn't have to be this grand thing. I just want the kids to have that connection with them and like know that this is within your reach, not them, but that what they represent mm-hmm. It's in your reach. It's just because you come from an area that is plagued with violence and where you're a number or a statistic doesn't mean you have to be a part of it. Yeah. And that's what I want them to see with this club. Ooh.
1: So what are the plans for the new school year for the club and how mm. do we sign up? All
0: right, mm. so you got to have a 3.0 GPA. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've
1: been in school. I've been out of school a, a while. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> you can't do that part, but okay, continue.
0: No, <laughs> I can't do that part. It's after school. It. I'm still trying to figure out how many days because I still got to do my music. I still got to be Mr. Perry outside of school. Um, but it probably Monday, okay. probably three days out of the week. I'm not sure yet. We'll see. Um, and, boy. Huh? I want to hold you.
1: I'm trying to. Pull up to yo, There's I literally want to do. Like, oh. uh, I want to do yeah. a live show with yeah. you
0: yeah Yeah, i I definitely want to bring people like you guys to the kids i want them to see what you do um it's important
2: you listen listen this is a great setup you know i'm a referee she's part owner of a wrestling i mean of, of a wrestling company my brother assists in one of those Biggest wrestling, independent wrestling. He does backstage. He's a, he like, oh, uh, he trained to be a wrestler. So let's see, got the trifecta B. Wait, tri sword Facts. Okay, y'all
0: come in next week. All right, I'll give you all the details now. <laughs> Let me get the school. Let me, listen. This is what my, <laughs> <listen>. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll flip my schedule. <laughs> I would definitely, Yo, my I almost
1: thought about that. I was like, oh, shoot, wait, I'm going to Chicago at the end of the week, but in the beginning of the week, I'll do it. Oh, well, no, no,
2: but honestly, honestly, I would love to talk to them about because you mentioned a lot of things. Like what my brother spoke about is yes, there's so many things you can do mm-hmm. within the wrestling community. Like for instance, like she's she is a part owner of of, of a company. My mm-hmm. brother referee. I do backstage stuff. I work in media for for different companies with mm-hmm. with wrestling. So there's things that you can do outside of just being a wrestler or mm-hmm. just it can be a hobby. Like, you know what I mean? It's it, there's so much you can, and then you you raised that point in the beginning of this of this conversation of uh, you wanted to just show the kids things outside of just the squared circle. Yeah. And you're all like you said, like the person told you, you're teaching them life skills, but I'll teach them life skills directly. <laughs> okay. I when I was teaching. One of the things that I was adamant about was people skills and Mm -hmm. being okay to talk in front of people. And you're teaching Mm -hmm. them that. Like when they go backstage, are they are they being, you know, respectful? Are they meeting these people in a respectable manner? Like, you know, that type of stuff, and you're teaching that.
0: They know professionalism. So go ahead. I was not worried when they were like, We need to take your kids backstage and you can't go. I was like, fine. Wasn't worried. Because I know they know how to be respectful. Exactly. And like, with Sasha, when she came, I didn't have time. To, so, like, I didn't even tell you all about the story about, like, that day of and how the kids were not in the school building. They were not field trip. But We want to hear it. Oh. Okay, so, <laughs> okay. So, we've never, we haven't done a field trip for the kids since the pandemic. So, oh. right, it just happened to happen on May 6th that they had a chance to take the kids, the whole school to Times Square to go bowling. And so I told my principal, I was like, oh, no, Sasha's coming that day. Uh, WWE can't move it because they're only in New York for that taping for SmackDown. And I was like, I really want this to happen. They were like, well, we don't know what we're going to do, Perry. I was like, well, can we get my group of kids back, like, at a certain time? Because they're coming at a certain time. And they were like, yeah, we'll do that. I was like, are you sure? Like, I don't want this people to, these people to come and the kids ain't here. Like, and so okay. they went to Times Square and they made some joke about the ring, the phone ringing, but it's the truth because when they were in Times Square, my phone was ringing and five teachers were calling me, like FaceTiming me and texting me. Like, What's going on? Mr. Perry, what? We just saw John Cena in Times Square. I was like, what? What? You know, just walking in a suit going to a business meeting and they they waved at him and whatever but I was like that's God he's telling me Vic. It's WWE is your day to day it's everywhere you go the kids can be in the building or not in the, build, not in the building WWE is here and so they went and had fun bowling while I was at school a nervous wreck um <laughs> Just Watch,
1: Watching the clock. like Right. <laughs> right.
0: They got back in time. And then I didn't get a chance to brief them because they didn't know anything was happening. So, like, I couldn't, like, say, like, hey, oh, just in case, be on your best behavior. You know, like, da-da-da-da. Them kids were so professional. Like, all the video clips you can see, they they didn't st- get up out of their they
1: seat. They were. Actually, one of them, It to me, it felt like they were stuck. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't know how to react. Like,
0: they were like, just like... She, she,
1: she just walked in and they
0: were just like, oh, oh yeah. reality." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was so cute. Cause they waited to take turns to ask questions when she was singing and dancing, they didn't get up and act obscene and obnoxious. Like they let her do her thing. It was just dope. And like, I got thanked them after I was like, yo, I just want to thank y'all kids. So I was like, that could have gone. Y'all could have gotten excited and wanted to overstay your welcome. Cause you just don't know. Like, you just don't know how you act when you're around somebody famous or whatever. But they were perfect. And so that's why, like, now I don't think about professionalism with them. Because I know they know how to act. When we go out in public, people are like, you took 17 kids to Madison Square Garden. What was that like? It's a breath of fresh air. Because, one, they know how to act. And, two, they don't want Mr. Perry. Like, I told them when we were in the restaurant, you don't want Mr. Perry. And they were like, no, you're right. Like, because <laughs> they know how I get so it's like, I don't I don't think about that no more with my kids. Like if y'all came and just hung out with them all day and I wasn't there, I'd be fine because I know they know how to act. Um and so that's a so, blessing.
1: So do you have other teachers be hating on you? <laughs> I
0: don't
2: know why you asked me this question, because he can't answer that question. Yeah, I'm just like But I want to uh, know
1: though. Okay very that's what i'm trying to figure out so when i roll up to the school i know who i'm looking at like
0: you listen to eat it by beyonce <laughs> yes okay that's all you need to know
1: cool <laughs> <laughs> <I heard you. laughs> well speaking about beyonce what is next to your music <laughs> <laughs> i love i love the examples that have been used this entire episode by the way but no what is what is new what is up and coming for you as an artist like outside of school not wrestling what is new or what do you have planned or what do you want to do that
0: i don't know (laughs) like
1: and that's okay my (laughs) life
0: has changed so had you told me in January of 2022 that this will be what I'd be doing, I'd be like, "You're lying." What? No, that doesn't sound right. You know, but here we are. Um, don't know what I'm gonna do with music. I haven't been recording like I used. So I used to record every week. Mm-hmm. I used to record twice a week because um, I was writing a song a day. Um, the dance music is very um, fast, so like you. Their producers are hitting you up every day. Hey, can you write a top line? Can you do this? And I'm like trying to figure out. Cause I'm my own, I'm my own manager, so I'm trying to broker. Okay, you got to pay me this because I still gotta you know make some money. Da da, da, da. Yeah. But that hustle and bustle is not fun, um, and I'm also you know as an adult I'm going through and experiencing racism. Can't lie, uh-huh. so I'm not really. Uh,
2: really? I, I not I, this is a dumb question because yeah. We don't- but in what way are you? In what way are you? Mm-hmm. If you mind talking about? Yeah, it. of
0: course I don't mind. Um, so I get it. Starting out, people aren't gonna take your calls. People aren't gonna read your emails. People aren't gonna want to work with you. Um. So that was my issue when I first started in 20, like 2016. Fast forward 2022. I have a million monthly listeners. You know, I have 50 million streams. I'm a I've proven myself to be a talented singer. Um yeah, you could sing, you could sing, sing, like sing, sing, sing,
2: like right. I had an auto tune or nothing. Like like you're old yeah. school, I could sing. Oh yeah. Different between new school I could sing and old school. Like you don't need no technology.
0: Yeah. I mean Whitney's my my mom, so I would be doing her disservice if I wasn't.
2: Huh? Did, did, y- did y'all hear that little brag you did? So y'all a million a million streamers.
1: Word, oh. yo, you ain't <laughs> me back. No, I, I do not mean it like that. Yeah. I mean, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. no
1: fuck You no. have to say, you have to do that because if you don't, no one else will. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. And you, and, we love and that you gotta here. be, you gotta be right. Pro- yeah, we do that show
0: all the time. Literally. Okay, <laughs> yeah. but, no, I mean, <laughs> but that's how I'm operating, you know. And so, to not get emails and to not get responses and to get ghosted and to be treated differently. I'm like, it's racism because I work with the same guys who do the same thing that I do and they're white and they're getting emails returned. They're getting opportunities that I'm not getting. And it's frustrating because it's like, I know my worth. You're not, you can't sing better than me. Like you don't add anything. Your writing is like, a, my writing can be gospel, it can be country, it can be rock, it can be pop, it can be soul. Like. That's what I grew up on. So it's frustrating when I'm reaching out to people and they're not responding, but then my white friends, they're getting all the emails. Hey, guess what? I got invited to Austria for a riding camp, or I got invited to Romania for a riding camp. I'm like, did you get one? I'm like, no, like I reached out to people. They didn't send me anything. And so it's just, that is discouraging, you know, even at my age where I have thick skin, but it's just like, dang, like how much more do I got to do to get looked at? Just to get looked at, you know, or just to get a reply. That's where I'm at right now. Just reply. Like, say something. Like, I have right. c- certain managers who I've reached out to and they work with my friends. And I'm like, they don't work with me. Like, <laughs> what is that all about? Like, leaving me on red. And so it makes me frustrated because it's like, what else, what else I got to do? Like, I get you. Like I'm at 50 million streams, a million monthly listeners. I do my own backing tracks. Like my vocals, they're when you get them, they're clean, they're cut, they're ready to go. The writing is dope. It's like, yo, like so. Hopefully, um, I can just make music fall into wrestling. I love to do theme songs. Um, I love to do wrestlers themes. I want to figure out how to do that. That's my next goal.
1: Um so, I i will i will definitely if you're able to come to Jabba Sam, yeah. i'm gonna connect you yeah. with two guys that do yeah. think that's been doing theme songs over yeah. 10 years
2: like for, honestly, an, for
1: indie for indie wrestlers yeah we i got you yeah worry, i got, you. Yeah, I got okay.
2: you like like the easy like we could tell you this yo indie wrestlers it's just like okay indie wrestling is like it's just like underground rap where you catch them on soundcloud they want the help you could sing, sing the most R and B track. Or whatever I know you diversified. Yo, mm-hmm. contact people. Hey, you know what? I like your theme. Blah blah blah, and just give them a sample. Trust me, trust me. Like there's ways yeah to trust you me never to know and the indie scene. The indies, I'm telling you, dogs. Okay. the Indies. Are you, are you seeing the Jabba Slam? Make me a new Jabba Slam um, theme song. Hey, that's Listen,
1: good. With R and B track? Yeah. I mean, yay. you got you. You got two weeks. I'm just saying. Two
0: weeks. Two weeks. It's three weeks. Actually,
1: it's weeks.
0: It's two. It's two. You not know, go back to work next week. Okay.
1: Well, uh, listen. I'll just take the exam. <laughs> I don't need the. Do, this year, I don't need to do So maybe next year. I no, but for real, for real,
0: for us connect. Because I think yeah, maybe yeah. that's where I blend the two. Yeah. Um, and so I can yeah. figure out what I want to do for myself. Because yo, I, I was ready to walk away from it this year. I was just like, it's not Don't worth walk it. Away. Walk away, like, close. That's why you want to walk away. You're close. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, but trust Is that me. Yeah. yeah. Like Jabba Slam, I'm too. telling you, like, network and everything <laughs> like deep. that. Mad, mad wrestling. Because that, to yeah. be
1: honest, and, and that was the, you know, even to this day, you know, we have a very good, you know, I say, circle of podcasters that. You know we consider family and that we all we all have kind of like grown in this podcast journey and stuff like that and the one thing that i that they always talk about is how everybody got to connect at jobber slam last year like there were podcasters that had never knew each other and they've been doing collaborations together they've been you know going to shows together they've been doing Mm -hmm. you know content together and stuff like that and those are the moments that i'm like okay this is what keeps me in it. There's always gonna be that one thing that keeps you in it and it's like, and so you're gonna have to use your music and you're gonna have to come up with a song in yeah. like two weeks and then perform yeah. it in Brooklyn, New
0: York.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 yeah.
0: that,
2: that usually how, that's usually how it is. When yeah. you feel like really, yeah. that you've yeah. given it all, that's probably when you're the closest to, 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 to
0: his. Yeah, yeah. like so, yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. that feedback. But- yeah, that's no. That's it, yeah, keep, yeah, keep,
1: yeah. Listen, we all we in this together at the end of the day. And, and you know what's what funny?
0: Too. I've noticed that here in this community, especially with um the black wrestling community, uh, y'all are some dope individuals. Like everyone oh, that you. I've met, like the ones that helped me fund start the GoFundMe. Um, black wrestling, black wrestling, the A Show, out black and, black and out Stable, all three of them, like. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I, I didn't know them until they reached out, and like now we're cool. And it's just like, yo, this community is fire. Like I want my kids to be a part of this community. Well, but it's because,
2: and you know what's funny, the black wrestling community is legit. Like a typical family, mm-hmm. they gotta work with each other among each other. But best believe if somebody <laughs> comes at one of them,
1: <laughs> yeah, awesome. no, somebody, yeah, trust somebody me, I've
0: seen some stuff.
1: Like, it's
2: like, oh, oh that's what so we're doing now. We're not
0: doing this. <laughs> we we should talk about
1: all that girl. It. Yeah, we yeah, can talk it. It. We can do
0: it. But yeah. And that's cool. That's so cool. I, I really respect it, and I'm happy to be a part of it. Um,
1: Absolutely. Guys, do you have any last-minute questions for Victor, Pat, Mr. Perry? Because, you know,
0: <laughs>
1: he, he be nah. out here.
2: Nah, like, <laughs> I just want to say thank you, man. I know you're, you're Absolutely. Guys, we have a lot going on. You're trying to prep for the new, the new school Yeah, I've been there before, so thank you for taking time out your day to do this.
0: Of course, this was so much fun. Seriously, thank you, guys. Anytime. No, and we will link. I will have you guys yes. see the kids. Um, oh, yes. Let's get yes. through the first month of school, and then once my.
1: Listen. <laughs> anything. Anything after September 10th, um, I'm Gucci. Oh, perfect. Um, perfect. Perfect.
0: perfect. Yeah. I gotta
1: get through job or save, and then birthday, and then we can then we can mentor and, and be cool with the pick. Lit,
0: yeah. lit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But um, let the viewers and listeners know where to find you and your music, mm.
0: mm-hmm. so you can get
1: some more. So you get some more streams. You know, some more, <laughs> some more, some more listens.
0: You can find me two million. I- yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> uh Spotify, Victor Perry, Apple Music, Victor Perry, um iTunes, Victor Perry. That's where you can find most of my music. YouTube, uh, Victor Perry. Yeah, YouTube. I don't really put it on there. <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Um, and then my socials, just Wallflower Perry Twitter, Wallflower Named Perry Instagram. Okay.
1: Last right. thing. You said you had a twin. What's your twin's name? William. Wow, nothing. Not even yeah, nothing. close. To yeah, no. no. They're close. Do you guys look up? A- no.
0: No, do we look alike? No, yeah. Do you guys look alike? No, uh, yes, and no. Um, I did, but I only came out first 45 seconds.
1: That's okay, that's
0: okay. Yeah. It was c section, so it was like, oh, uh, so it was uh, grab one and grab the
1: other one.
0: <laughs> Facts, they said he was holding on to my leg. I'm
1: joking. I'm joking. Uh, oh, I thought he was. I'm not. Listen, I'm going to close. I'm saying
0: like, I'm, like, I'm, like, what? I'm
1: joking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so You're is that your only rights. sibling? Is that um, like your only sibling that you yeah. have?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. does William like? Oh, you say he likes wrestling too. Is he yeah. here in New York or is he back in Georgia?
0: No, he is in Texas. He is in the. Oh. He just got back from Afghanistan. Yes. Was, he in the oh, Army.
1: he's in the forces.
0: Oh. Yes. The armed forces? Oh, mm-hmm. mm, cool. Oh, That's why I'm like, how are you in the armed forces and you kept up with wrestling all these years? I don't know.
1: How well, you... they do it because they, you know, they got the tribute to the truth and they, they find ways to watch that stuff wherever they yeah. are.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he knows all the storylines. So he really, he educated me uh, to get back caught up. So like, I know everything that happened from 09 to now. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Damn. All right then. Well, thank you Victor so so thank much. You. It was as much of an honor for us to have you on. Um I think is what you're doing is is changing the landscape in how kids can feel and be and and, and express themselves and I, and that's really what it's about. So um, so thank you so much. Uh, once again, you can find him on all social media platforms. Make sure to support the wrestling club as well. Please and, do. And you know, in and, and due time, you know he'll he'll give us that information and we'll pass it along to everybody else. But um, as always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We Are Out.